This is Supernatural Breakthrough with Mike Signorelli every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a new episode drops. So the unseen realm, ancient wisdom, and your freedom awaits in this episode. Let's jump right in. Come on, come on. Some of my favorite people in the entire world are here. Let me give you an introduction on the far end. Can you wave to them, Pastor Eddie and Pastor Jocelyn Perez? Yeah. They serve as pastors of our Brooklyn location as as well as here on Long Island, and you'll see them at services praying for people, speaking into their life, uh, teaching connect groups as well. Um, Pastor Jocelyn serves, uh, well, serves, but uh, she's a tremendous mentor, uh, pastoral counselor um, for EIS, which is an awesome, come on, we got some EIS family here. If you don't know what that is, it's... um, Actually, it's extended care that you can sign up for uh, with with her as a professional. And then, guys, we got Liz and Will Camacho. Come on, come on. You may know him as the bishop. I saw, I saw. He came, and he, and I know that you're watching online, and you don't, you wouldn't know this, but he smells fantastic. I mean, it was just like, man. But they lead our uh, global connect group system, which is a daunting task. So if you're one of the thousands of people watching right now and you're in a connect group globally, you can thank them for the community that they provide. And then you guys all know our MCs tonight, Mary and Randall Dubraval. Come on. <laughs> and uh, they are tremendous. She's a roaring mama. They're entrepreneurs. Uh, some of you were able to give in the offering we just took up because of this man right here, helping you through financial stewardship and leading like literally tens of thousands of people uh, online through V1 Church and his platform. So, you know, here's the thing. We're going to bear our scars uh, tonight. And so they're going to be honest with you and keep it 100 for tonight. Um, they have different walks of life. They're from different regions, different uh, geographies. And um, without further ado, we're going to kind of jump in. Okay. So here's the first question that I've got for for you guys, and anybody can take this first one, um, but how have you learned how to resolve conflict in your marriage? I mean, I know that we all face conflict, we all struggle, but what are the things that um, you've learned? If you could give some tools to those who are here about conflict resolution. Don't, don't all jump in at once now. All right, I guess I'll go. <laughs> Um, how do we resolve conflict? Well, one of the biggest things in our marriage and what we always try to tell everyone is that, especially in the beginning of our marriage, we were a hot mess. We just didn't know how to get it together. And we struggled big time when it came to learning how to communicate with one another and doing it the right way. Um, But one of the, the biggest things that we learned was that we can't hate each other if we're praying together. Woo! Right? And for us, we're like, okay, I have to continue to pray every day with him in order to have uh, solace, have peace in our marriage. And that, as I feel, is what has kept us together, is that we consistently pray together. Um, And that is pretty much what's held us together. (laughs) Wow. Come on, Bishop. (laughs) You just look so good, Will. Dapper, I think that's the word. Basically, the key is to have a kingdom marriage, uh, you know, spending time in God's presence, uh, 
uncommon couple. We are an uncommon couple. Mm. What does that mean? We love God, and we put God in first place. You know, that's the way you resolve a conflict. Wow. Especially when temper, you know, is flaring. You know, sometimes I have to take a step back. I say, Lord, what is it that you're telling me? How should I respond to this situation? And that's what gives us the other uh, victory. You know, a lot of us, you know, we're not perfect. You know, we're on the construction. That's what it boils down to. You know, don't be too hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself in the head. Just, you know, spend time in God's presence. God will speak to you. And you just got to take heed to the voice of God. That's so good. That's so rich. You know, something that I wanted to do with this panel, and we're going to go there because you guys are going to give voice to the voiceless. This question I want to ask is this. What do you wish that women knew? So I'm talking to the men right now. What do you wish that women knew and understood that they just don't understand? Why is so on, on, behalf of, on behalf of all mankind. Everybody's looking at me. I guess I have the answer. Um, what's that movie, What Women Want? Like the guy, Mel Gibson, he reads their minds. And stuff. I'm Mel Gibson right now. Uh, you know, for, for me, it's getting to a place of vulnerability. And I know, Pastor Mike, you shared about meekness. But I do want to share with a lot of the men here that um, uh, vulnerability is, uh, is really the gateway for intimacy. I want you to remember that. Vulnerability is the gateway to intimacy That's because it. when you can humble yourself in such a way. Uh, I remember, this is going to be real since we're talking about scars, when my mother passed away. And I was at that moment just looking at her body in the casket. Uh, there was a family member that came up to me and said, because uh, I was crying, you know, I was young, I was like 10 years old. And the uh, family member came up to me and said, why are you crying? Real men don't cry. And I was 10 years old and I had to bear that scar into the marriage. And I had to live like I was this tough guy. And if anyone here from, from New York knows you have that facade, that tough skin about you. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even let men close to me or hug me or anything like that, let alone, let alone a woman. So it was very hard for me and I had to just grow in my vulnerability. And I think what that did is learning to grow with that vulnerability. I learned to appreciate her and love her more and then view her as this Proverbs 31 wife that I could just love and nurture. And uh, it took a lot of crying. I had to learn to cry. Some of you may be watching now, you need to learn how to cry. And I think that was one of the hardest things I had to go through. And as I began to learn how to cry, I just felt this closeness with my Heavenly Father. It renewed a relationship with my Heavenly Father, but it also strengthened my marriage. So... That's so yeah. good. That's so good. Randall? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Got to put the fat in white dress, man. He's learning to cry. Go ahead, man. He's learning to cry that. right now. Come on, Randall. <laughs> that was perfectly cute. <laughs> no, um, but, you know, one of the main things that I think every uh, man should understand when it, well, woman, right? Women. Yeah is that although we're here to lead you, uh, as, as the Bible says, all right? I don't want any controversy here. Um, is that we're also, as a leader, we're called to also serve you. And 
That's it. Allow us to give us that opportunity to serve you. Because going into our marriage, Mary really came in understanding and believing that she was independent. And I think a lot of times um, in the day and age that we're in, women believe like, hey, independence is what, that's, that's a badge of honor. And uh, it's so funny because as a, as a, the Bible talks about just kind of like trusting, right? And, 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 and understanding and believing in your husband and allowing him to lead you. But at the same time, men, I want you to be really understanding that in order for you to be, to lead, you have to follow Christ, right? Because that's what the Bible says. And so in order for her to trust me, and you actually recently just said this, uh, she said, you know, I, I'm able to trust you more because I, I know that I've seen what you've been doing in the dark places, in the, in the places where there is no light, where there is no light, right? I've seen you in your Bible. I've seen you in your word. I've seen what you've done so I can trust you better. So mm. at the same time, although I wanted her to be dependent on me, I needed her to also see me be dependent on God. So I know that kind of switched That's over. So good. But That's I, so I good. Really Come on. That is so good. All right, ladies, you get your turn. <laughs> do you? Do you, yeah, go for it. And then we'll. Uh, yeah, but we, and then we're gonna go to the women. And what do you wish the men would know? But go ahead. Uh, thank you, Pastor Mike. Um, well, you know, for me, I came from a dysfunctional home. You know, I came mm. from a, a place of brokenness. You know. Uh, you know, my dad, you know, he was very militant, you know, towards me. And, um, and that kind of affected me for a long, long time. I went through, you know, verbal abuse. Um, you know, um, my dad was very hard on me. And that kind of, oof, that put me in a place of, of anger and, you know, frustration. And I didn't like myself either, who I, who I was becoming. And, you know, to make the long story short, you know, um, there was a lot of, you know, infidelity, you know, from my dad and my mother cried. And, you know, and I'm proud to say that I'm a mama's boy. I love mommy. She passed away a month after my 21st birthday. And for me, that was, oof. You know, to this um, to this day, you know, I think about her. It's been over thirty something years, and I say to myself, I would never ever do that to my wife. I would never put her in that situation of suffering. You know, because I want to be God's man. I want to be that man that that goes after God's own heart. A, a, a man that is sober and vigilant, Come on. especially at his household, yeah. taking care of his wife, taking care of his kids. That's a God, man. 
Praise God. Thank you. I know this teaching has been so good, but I wanted to pause for a second because I want to connect with you. Go to MikeSignorelli.com. Tell me your story. Check out all these resources I have available for you. And would you consider financially partnering? It's because people say, I'm going to join my finances with this podcast that we're able to reach so many people around the world. And I'll tell you this, we are good soil to sow into. So I'll see you at MikeSignorelli.com. And thank you so much for your financial gift. Okay, let's jump back in. I got chills all over me. What you all just witnessed was pure power. That was the ultimate masculinity. Because the Bible says that the power of God is perfected in my weaknesses. And so we don't hide, we highlight. See, the world hides their weakness, we highlight it. And we say, because his power is perfected through my weaknesses, I don't have to hide it because it proves he's real. And what you just watched is pure masculine power. It's the tears and the authority flowing together. That was beautiful. The Lord told me that Will was going to drop something. Did I not say that to the, I, before they came in, I said, Will is going to carry a moment tonight that's going to mark men all around the world. Matter of fact, uh, yeah, matter of fact, I want to, yeah, I did say that. You were carrying that for men around the world were just changed forever by what you just said. And we even got a message here that over 29 countries are watching right now. So your mother's death was not in vain because 29 nations just drew strength from how you handled your situation. Well, come on. We got a little bit more time left. I'd love to hear from the women. What do you wish us men? Now, I know there's a lot we don't understand and we're learning and we're so thankful that you still let us try. I, I, I want to go. Um... <laughs> Um, what I, I want to tell the men that what, what you don't know or may know that we want you to know is that intimacy is not just sex. Intimacy is into me, see. See me. Your wives, your women want you to see them. They want you to see their hearts. They want you to see how they serve. They want you to see how they love. They want you to see how they feel. They want you to see how they fear. They want you to see how they take risks to choose you, to love you, and to give you their heart. That's what they want you to see, so see it. Okay? See it. We've given the women too much power here. If you're watching online, come to Long Island now. There's a revolt. We're outnumbered. This may be the last time you hear from me. This may be the last time that you see me. Please come. Men, everybody who listened to Will in 29 nations, come now. Wait, come on, we got a few more minutes. Any, any other woman want to make us feel worthless? <laughs> I just played what I was about to say in my head, and I was like, oh. Um, I tease, I tease. <laughs> but basically is you create the woman that you want. 
And that means by wow. serving her. I think for Randall and I, the biggest thing was Randall wanted me to be somebody. But until he started to become that person that he saw me becoming, so I want to, you know, be more affectionate, do more this. And so it became, and I think we learned that from Pastor Mike and Julie, is like, now we outserve each other. It's like, no, I'm going to beat you to the punch. Like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the kids' clothes out before you get to it. And it's like, I was trying to do that before you did that. And so it's like, he created this person. I wasn't this person. Wow. But he had to humble himself enough to say, you know what, I'm not just going to tell her what I want. I'm going to show her and become that person. And so I took notice and I was like, oh, I can also do that too. And so we're just competitive too. So I'm like, I'm going to beat you at anything you set your mind to. That's my life. But <laughs> I, I want to rewind a moment though, because that was gold. Don't tell her what you want, show her. You know what that is? That's a biblical principle of sowing and reaping. Like you don't say what you want, you sow what you want. That's how I would preach it. And so it's like, I remember one of the guiltiest moments in my life, and I have it on film, was um, I went and I put, set the camera up and hit record, and then I started um, massaging Julie's feet with like oil. And it was so funny because this was years ago now. And I used to have like a vlog I did on YouTube. And, I'm, and I did it like kind of as a prank video to see what she would say if I was over the top. And it was, I felt so guilty because it flipped back on me. Because while I was rubbing her feet, she was like, what's wrong? What did you do? <laughs> and then she goes, are you sick? Are you dying? <laughs> and the more it went on, I got guiltier because I was like, I have served her so little that by me massaging my own wife's feet, she thought I cheated on her or I'm dying. And it was like, I just went and turned the camera off and was like. <laughs> and so, you know, don't say what you want, show what you want, sow what you want was gold. Hey, let's do this. We've got just literally two minutes left and then Indiana is going to rejoin us. And we all know our panel was way better. Uh, we don't have to hear how it went there. We just know it wasn't as good as this. But, um, but they're going to join us in like two minutes. I would love to see if we could go down the line and get 20 seconds of your best lesson from marriage or just drop some gold if you want to go down the line. But I got a hard stop in two minutes so they'll rejoin us. All right. I would say marriage is not about compromising. Marriage is about covenant. Okay, that's Come it. on, that's good. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 12 says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Yep. Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broke. Don't let your strand bro break. It's strong. Make sure it's strong. Keep it strong. Speak to one another. See one another. Love one another. Amen. I carry two principles in our marriage. Date each other weekly and pray together daily. That's Come on. <laughs> Keep it simple, babe. Praise God. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 7. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. 
It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up on each other. Woo. Never, 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 ever give up. Come on. Where you are today is not where you'll be tomorrow. Come Put on. in the work. Yes. If you want a better tomorrow, sow the seeds today. Yes. Come on, Randall. Drop the mic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, but... <laughs> I hope it's that good, best mic. The right. tech team in the back's like... Uh, Marriage is not 50-50. It's not. The world says it all the time, but marriage is actually 100-100. The Bible says that we're bringing, like, two are becoming one. So if you, I'm going to steal your line, but if you actually put two circles, two half circles together, when you turn around on that circle, you're either getting Mary or Randall, but when you put two circles actually together, you actually, no matter where you go, you get Mary and Randall. So that's, that's just... Come on! Y'all, let's put our hands together for our panelists. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Incredible. That was awesome. Well, we are coming to the end of yet another incredible time together every Monday, every Wednesday and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am posting a new podcast so that you can be equipped and learn and grow. And you know, if you got this far, you may want additional mentorship and you may want to connect with me on a deeper level, which is why I have the Breakthrough Community. If you visit MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com, you can become a monthly financial partner for $27 a month or $297 for the entire year, you can come into the Breakthrough Community. We do monthly Zooms. Yes, monthly Zooms. It's wild. People from all over the world are there, including prophetic seminars and teachings that literally are banned on other platforms. All of it's waiting for you, including a private Facebook group with all of the other Breakthrough Community members. So again, go to MikeSignorelli.com or BreakthroughTeaching.com and become a monthly partner. I can't wait to see you there, and I will see you in the next podcast episode.